0: hey everyone thanks for tuning in to another episode of the unknown games podcast this week we've got a bonus cast for you bonus cast i love that voice we got a bonus cast for you it's an awesome show we've got a friend of the show back uh, and we're talking some valorant because he's been in the valorant beta uh, excuse me he's been in the alpha Alpha and now the Beta, so he's played a good amount of Valorant and we know everyone's excited to hear more about that game. We've also got a little bit more of Doom because he's finished up Doom, plus Team Fight Tactics, like this is like the PC gamers edition of the cast. And not only that, we go in depth about the PS5 because dude knows his stuff, yeah he's an engineer and well he understands more things better than unfortunately I do. But it's a good thing because that gives us all better understanding and how cool the ps5 is i actually walked away from this podcast going you know what i actually understood more of what it was supposed to be telling me on that gdc conference anyways everyone we hope that you'll understand more and the dual sense controller we talk about how awesome it is it's pretty awesome and and some of the features we we go in depth on that and finally we finish up with some anime because why not who hate anime i love anime we love heart anime (laughs) okay maybe not that okay we, we do we talk an old anime like my and and some stuff from this season and things that we're looking forward to so we hope that you'll enjoy the podcast and remember uh, you can follow us on twitter and instagram at ugp underscore cast and yeah you can leave us a voicemail i always ask everyone hey you know tell your friends and family and everything else on the list about us but you know we really want to hear from you as well we hope you're enjoying the show you can find us on anchor.fm And we have a voice message button that you can press. You can just leave us a message and let us know what you think. Also, finally, I want to say this is a long episode. So feel free to take a break anytime in the middle, before the middle, whenever you want to. I'm indulging this opening itself, but even the actual opening song, which I think is pretty good. I I switched it up because it's a bonus episode. It's pretty hype. So we hope that you enjoy it. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. You're amazing. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch you Next time, after this one, for episode 30. Woo! Okay. Enjoy the show, everyone. To a bonus episode of the Unknown Games Podcast. Bonus, bonus. <laughs> and I'm joined. I'm joined this time uh, once again by my good friend uh, Anthony, which you may remember on one of our highest listened to episodes of all time. Was it really? actually the the it was just titled like bonus cast ps5 in blizzard news yeah it was like one of the oh. first episodes that we're, i was like <laughs> I, I guess oh, we wow. didn't talk about the ps5 that's probably why
1: <laughs> so it was but, or it was maybe i'm just unpopular, well. popular who knows
0: yeah i don't I know maybe uh, you've, you've got the gene so yeah i don't know introduce yourself for the the wonderful folks that don't know you
1: uh hi everybody uh i'm anthony a uh, longtime friend of Adrian's. and yeah i love to talk about games and and anime and all that sort of stuff so it's good to be here again
0: yeah, there we go, and uh, just you know, this is this is the unknown game, po- unknown games podcast. Wow, and uh, yeah, yeah, we talk about Japanese games, video games in general, uh, our life here in Japan. I'm in Japan. Anthony is in uh, the wonderful United States. So yes, so uh, we we've, we've got cultural differences, views. I don't know. I I I'm still using facts over here. At least some people really are. It's still a thing. I'm not lying. Facts like like, like legit. No, like facts in your home, like facts. Oh, a facts,
1: F A X. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, is Game Facts? No, game faqs even around anymore? Did
1: they? I mean, I would say both Game Facts and F A X are about like equal levels of use nowadays. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like equal. Yeah, they're
0: they're they're about equal. So uh, yeah, yeah. So we've this is a bonus episode, and uh, we're really happy to to have Anthony here on the show. Alex is is off playing Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, he gave his life away to to the cause. For good, all of us, good for him,
1: you know, <laughs> I, I will have to jump into that uh, that hole eventually.
0: Yeah, see, we avoided the peer pressure. We avoided all mm-hmm. of the. You got to buy a day one launch, everybody. We, we're out of that peer pressure. We're in our own world now, and
1: well, I'm waiting for those patches. <laughs>
0: The, the patches yeah hopefully they get to that soon but uh today we're going to be running over some cool topics uh, uh some hot topics that's one called got hot topics because we've got valorant that we're going to be talking about we're going to talk a little bit more about doom eternal because you know we've, we've only got alex playing it now we got anthony playing so it's a good uh, right. they both finished the game too so it's a, it's a good uh good sense of how it is on different difficulties because alex actually played on i think the what's I keep calling it insanity, but Nightmare, I think is what it's called.
1: Night well, which there's Nightmare and there's Ultra Nightmare or whatever.
0: Uh he played on Nightmare.
1: Like, yeah. Nightmare, okay. So okay. he actually played on the harder difficulty than I did then.
0: So we've got like we can kind of compare that a little bit. And then uh, we've got news of, of course the dual sense was unveiled. The uh not the dual shock four, but the dual sense new PS5 controller. Uh it has been unveiled. And uh, I don't know, we're gonna talk a little about that. And then finally we're gonna close up with some anime because we don't talk about anime enough
1: never can never talk about anime enough there's always so much more to talk about
0: there's always more anime in the world it, it's never it's never ending it's never ending so we're going to jump on into uh the games that we're playing with Valorant so i got to say honestly anthony Valorant i've okay i've been trying to get into this game i've been looking at the, uh, the post beta <laughs> on Twitch and like it's it's insane like i i mean like at almost any given time there is anywhere between 600,000 to 1. Two, three million people watching this game, uh, whether that's just to get the drops to get into the beta, I'm, which you know, who knows? Yeah, I'm but, pretty
1: sure that's mostly to get the drops, but also everybody wants to see the the new Riot game, right? This is the the first mm, full uh, standalone game that Riot has released since League of Legends, right? I mean, there, and, there's TFT, and that's cool and all, but that's that's, but that's still that's, first that's of that's
0: and, first first firstly done by Riot, and this is actually done by a different studio outside of Riot, part of the Forge initiative. I think it's Riot yeah. Forge, right? Well,
1: is it? I, I'm not sure. Is, is this still a an LA uh, like a Santa Monica team? I think, or is it not? It's I don't a good know. Good
0: question, because like it's not like under Riot specifically, like as a developer, if I remember yeah. right.
1: In fact, um, I actually know this for a fact. It 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 should it is LA. Now they might have um I, they might have gotten a separate gotten a separate team and brought them into mm-hmm, the Santa mm-hmm. Monica studio, but um the the Redwood Studio is the only other studio that's actually developing um a game. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, so yeah, it's definitely uh, at LA and all that stuff. So still core, right? But obviously a completely separate team, right? Uh, One of their one of their R&D teams. I know Uh, there's some uh,
0: some former Counter-Strike Pro players that are on the team, too, that have kind of helped with it. And I guess the the premise what Valorant is, it's essentially like a hero Counter-Strike shooter. Hero-based Counter-Strike shooter.
1: A lot of people, and I I like you saying specifically hero-based Counter-Strike shooter, because a lot of people have been comparing it, basically saying it's Counter-Strike and Overwatch combined. Which it isn't. It isn't. It is not at all.
0: When you look at the gameplay, I think there's two things you have to really know about Valorant. So First of all, it is like Counter-Strike in the sense that you are either planting a uh, what is it called? the it's not a bomb. It's essentially uh, a bomb, spike the spike. you're planting the spike or defusing the spike. There's no like terrorist terrorist thing, but it's the same right. theme, right? Um, the map is is pretty. I, you know, I like the map design because there's a lot of different alleyways and corridors. yeah, um and it uh, especially the, you to, the
1: new one too yeah the 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 new map with um God, I don't even know how to describe it uniquely, but the new one has like uh, all these like tunnels and ropes you can go up on top. and it's actually really cool with all the different routes you can go. And
0: I got to say, like, what I've enjoyed seeing so far is just the way that pre-game people will go certain routes. And it's not like an entire team Mm -hmm. is going like Counter-Strike. You have like an entire team going a certain way sometimes. Whereas this way, a lot of people are splitting up. And where where you have to really clarify on the abilities is that these, in the way I like to think of them, the heroes do have abilities. Some of them you have to, I think, you have to buy them after you use them, like, You have to continuously keep them in stock. But the main difference is Overwatch, you can use an ability anytime. And it's mainly on a player. It's mainly you are using this ability as an offensive or defensive way against a player, like to deal damage against them or whatever. But like, I feel like the abilities in Valorant, I'm using them to mainly as a strategic way of cutting things off or hindering people. Maybe if I get some damage, that's fine in the process, but that's not the primary objective of why I'm using an ability.
1: Exactly. In fact, sense? Riot specific Yeah, well, um Riot actually specifically I believe has said that uh, abilities uh, are generally not meant to kill players in this game. And, um and yeah. and like you said, um you can you can buy uh you have to actually spend resources to buy abilities. And I I like to um the reason why I hate the, the Counter-Strike Overwatch uh comparison is because this game is nothing like Overwatch. It is it is very much like 90% Counter-Strike. With, and and we have like,
0: both played Overwatch a good number yeah. of hours i've played for counter strike two years, for that yeah. matter so yeah
1: um and uh and i liken the abilities more to counter strike grenades um in their utility uh mo- like most of the abilities in the game are very similar to to smokes just diver- different variations in how long they stay where they go where uh when you can use them that sort of stuff um and each hero only actually gets one ability that they uh that they don't have to buy so they have to buy everything else and i guess they're ultimate too they don't have to buy but they have to earn it
0: right right um, and, I, and so like it's it really is just like i said you're using them strategically and and I, you, have, you have to preface all of this with because it is like counter-strike and i, I mean, i've even seen people in the apex community saying like it's going to take a lot of people away from apex and i'm like this is this is nothing like a, a battle royale either um the, the yeah, tactics yeah. the movement in my opinion it even looks slightly slower than, than counter-strike you're moving a little bit slower in my opinion but the time to uh, kill is the same. Like you get three, yeah. three, four shots max, and someone's gonna be dead. Like it don't yeah, matter. I,
1: I would say the movement speed with a gun out is probably a little bit slower than Counter Strike. With a knife, it's probably about the same, maybe even a little faster.
0: Yeah, you, um, I mean you'll see a lot of people knife bunny yeah. hopping or just using that to get around for the most part. But I, what I did like too is a lot of the 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 during the firefights, you you know you can hear other footsteps from the enemies, and I really like oh, how yeah. when people hear that or to not have their footsteps heard, they're actually walking a lot. Like, I see a lot of people walking. Oh, yeah, I,
1: I walk way more than I run in that game. Uh, because, so, it's weird because the audio in that game is more of a sphere of, uh, a, a complete sphere, and it, mm-hmm. walls don't seem to really affect what you can hear, which is, I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of, honestly, because you can, you can hear stuff across a wall that is effectively, um, You know, on the other side of the of the map, Mm -mm -mm. Uh, uh, as far as you know what what you need to know or not, and so, um, and so you can hear a bunch of stuff that you don't know if you need to know. or and it, it kind of dilutes the information that you have, and it gets mm. really weird when there's a bunch of enemies in like you one area, d- d- and d- you, d- yeah, you just hear people walking all <laughs> around you. It's like it, it's like there's a bunch of aliens coming to to you know kill you in the in the spaceship or something. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, but the it's a it's a definitely a move in the right direction when it comes to like audio, which Counter Strike has that too, but it's mm. Counter Strike's a little more localized.
0: So uh, what I want to I, I kind of want to ask you is like if you could just give me like a run through of a match for you, just like, or just like a memory, like a story you have, like you thought this was like a cool little episode you could share on or something. I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. What was your first experience with, with Valorant? (laughs) And then maybe like a cool moment of when you knew like, okay, this game is pretty cool or something like that.
1: Uh, So I actually first started in the, the closed alpha uh, about a month before the closed beta started. Okay. Um, And the thing about the closed alpha is that was basically right. Employees who are interested in the game. And their friends and family, right? Right. And right. um and everybody that was into in that game basically came straight from Counter Strike. Either they're they're on the Valorant team or or they're big Counter-Strike fans. And so the density of people who are good at this game was insane. hmm mm-hmm. Um and, and there was there's there was very little um uh, matchmaking going on uh uh in there. And so um it was really hard for me as someone who's uh hasn't seriously par- play counter-strike in years right um uh to to handle these players who are just headshotting you around the corner all the time which right. i actually think the the time to kill is a little um is it high too, in the is it too fast Valorant. i was kind of i think it's hit. i think it's slightly too fast um but this is coming from someone who's worse at the game right mm. um however with the closed beta uh people are not quite as good thankfully
0: we have a lot of different people coming in you know people yeah who are exactly and maybe not as good at that counter-strike game level so yeah. that's good that's good yeah Roundout so, so but
1: more specifically they're not as good but more specifically they're closer to my level of play right so that makes for better matches right right um uh as far as you know how even they are and there isn't just one guy with 20 kills and everybody else has none um which which can happen sometimes um but so like uh uh, Matt, I remember when I first booted up the game mm-hmm. and got into a game and they give you their first weapon and I was like, oh my God, this game is Counter-Strike because the first weapon they gave you is straight up the Terrace Glock from get Counter-Strike. Get
0: that Glock. Get that, that get uh, all the way down C5 to the three shot <laughs> secondary
1: fire. <laughs> uh, I um, mean, like, it's,
0: it's unashamedly like, hey, we're, we're not yeah. hiding anything. Yeah. yeah
1: so that, that was like the first thing I noticed. And so that actually helped me as someone who has played Counter-Strike get, get into the groove of the game. Okay. Uh okay. cuz like there first rounds a pistol round um where you either stick the with your regular Glock like,
0: armor round buy your armor and uh, your exactly. It's armor and round like and
1: and it's either so yeah, first round the pistol round and if you win that then you go armor and either a sub or light armor and a machine gun. Right. Um or if you lost, you probably do another econ round where you just get a pistol and maybe get a machine gun. Mm-hmm. Um uh and so the, and so the game the game flow as far as that's concerned is is basically just counter strike um everybody chooses uh or the 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 attacking team the team with the spike uh figures out which um area they want to attack and sometimes they'll send a couple people to a different site for a distraction or maybe to snipe someone right. um, out early i was going to um, say how many
0: the, i was going to say there's sorry? how many people per team is it 5 or 6 or uh, 5 it's five.
1: Oh, my god i can't uh, I think it, yeah. I think it, it's
0: five, just to, just five, so yeah. people know. Okay, cool. Continue. Yeah.
1: Um. So yeah, there. Were, there were, for the attacking team, there usually be at three or f- three people at um. We'll go in one direction, site. Um. One or two people going uh, at the same site in another direction. Maybe one other person being a distraction or a sniper at okay. a third site. Okay. Um. And then the defending team, what they'll usually do starting off is they'll spread out. Um. Usually two uh for the uh, maps that have three sites, it'll be like two two one. Um, or for the maps of two sides, it'll be three-two, depending on which side needs a little more defense. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and then, uh, and uh, you can basically, basically, before the round starts, everybody has access to effectively half the map, um, and then with with a kind of a no man's land in the middle that you can't go into yet. And The round starts, everything is unlocked, and you you start. Um, yeah. And so the game is very slow and methodical at the beginning. Uh, usually, one team will drop smokes um, at choke points. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Defending team will drop them to prevent advancement on that area or offensive team will drop them to uh, to hide um, uh, hide a a vulnerable area and to move along Um, and um, and so yeah the match basically proceeds from there in in a slow way where there's usually like one or two picks at the very beginning and then from there people are you know testing the waters trying trying to get reveals in area uh yeah trying to and, see people in and hand, maybe the, pick it a pick
0: i was gonna say some of the abilities actually do help out with that i think there's like a camera yes. guy with the camera ability or something like yeah he so
1: a... so that's hawk um he his his primary ability is a bow uh that shoots um uh a a sensor that can reveal locations enemies i gotta say it
0: he's hawkeye he's a hawk eye. get it basically yeah (laughs) okay continue Continue. (laughs) yeah well he's a sniper (laughs) and his ultimate is a is a
1: ability that snipes through walls Um, oh dang that's pretty cool uh and so so that's 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 the second change to counter-strike is one is the the expansion of the smokes right and the second Mm -hmm. change is the um is the abilities that uh Get, that gather information. Uh scouting abilities basically. Like like this this location sensor that with the bow and arrow. Or the the drone, like you said, that's another ability that he has.
0: And there's um, there's also one I saw like a, a I think it's like the flame guy. I don't know his name, but like he can like Oh that's Phoenix. He He's can a only play. He, oh, that's why. He he I guess he can pre scout or something. Like he just goes out of body and then goes oh, every so once that, for so seconds.
1: That's uh that's Phoenix's ultimate. Where okay, basically okay. um uh what he'll do is he'll ultimate and then uh, he he can move around as he please. I shouldn't say that. He it basically gives him a second life, more or less, within right, a like certain a time frame. So right. he, exactly. Uh, so if you go out and you you die during that, you basically get teleported back to where you activate the ultimate, and right. you continue on.
0: Because I think um, people use that like at the beginning of the round to check and see if someone is at a point like. There, or there are multiple uses for point, it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll use it near the beginning to to scout. Yeah, exactly as you said, as a scout and maybe get a pick. Um, mm-hmm. other times I'll use it when I'm, tr- uh, on the defensive, when like the enemy team planted, a the spike and I need to, uh, advance into an area. I'll use it to get a quick, uh, to get a cold picks, um, before I actually go into myself. Okay. okay. Um, stuff like that. Um, and Phoenix, uh, this was a good, uh, thing what guy to talk about because he also has flashbangs from counter-strike basically, okay. uh, where that blind the enemies. Um, and he's one of the few guys in the game that actually don't have any smokes at all. Uh, he has his flashbang. He has zone control things with his uh, fire as well as a firewall.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and top of that, all his fire abilities heal him as well, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, which
0: is pretty cool. Um, is there a hero you're playing right now specifically? Or? Uh, F-
1: Phoenix is the main one. I played a little bit of Hawk, okay. uh, the guy with the, the, the bow bone arrow. Um, arrow. Yeah. And I've tried to, I've tried, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's, he's a guy that has a bunch of like seismic abilities. Oh, man. um and He's i am very terrible cool. with him
0: is, is there uh, a, a hero that you seem like uh, a lot of the other team are, are using and uh, another question is since it is like a hero kind of pick based game and i don't i don't know how many heroes there are right now but um to you know with riot in terms of uh league of legends there's like a pick ban kind of thing do, do you think that that's going to come into play in the future or is it still this kind of like potential mirror uh... matches going going to happen
1: I don't think the the hero you pick is important enough to need a pick and ban, at least not yet. Okay. Um, obviously the ones you pick do change things up a bit. Um, Viper has some amazing zone control abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, where like uh she has a wall that um you place once and you can reactivate multiple times. And what? well, more specifically, all of her abilities are have a work on one gauge, which is like her her poison gauge or something like that where she, she has a smoke that she can place and pick up and place again, and she can activate uh, activate that, or she can activate her wall, um, is, is and that the, all those the... run off the same gauge.
0: I was going to say, is that the character that has, like, the... Because there's a couple wall-like abilities, but is her wall, like, green and purplish or something like that?
1: No. Uh, it's it, well, it's character. green, yes. Okay, it's green. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all her abilities are, like, vibrant green, and she also has, like, the coolest ult, where um it's this giant, it's this gigantic smoke cloud um that... Um, uh, that like uh, kind of enemies are like bright red inside of it, um, oh. and it's really hard for the enemies to see. It's it's a very it's a it's an incredibly good um, uh, ability for like high like um, if you're going to invade uh, a planted spike or if you're planting right, the spike right. and you're trying to defend, it is incredibly good for that. I will say um, it does this,
0: like the hero abilities themselves are. I mean, they they do sound really cool and interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've like I said, I've been trying to get into the game in terms of i um, watching it and. Yeah. Like I, the only one thing that I do kind of dislike and it's probably part of Counter-Strike. I haven't played Counter-Strike in a long time, but um when it's finally down to 1v1 or something or 2v1 mm-hmm. whatever, but there's someone who's at the spike, right? They've already planted and they're guarding it essentially. Right. There's like I really hate the whole like camper thing, but I understand like you have, you know, you're not going to run it, out and it, do something. You got three hits to, to die basically, so
1: Yeah. Um I mean, if you don't like camping Counter-Strike or excuse me, Valorant, uh, is not the game for you honestly it's very slow camping especially on the defense whether it be uh the defending team or post planting a spike you that that's what you do is you camp and you wait right, uh, right. it's it's stupid to do anything else like there there it's quite often you'll see after you plant the spike people just yeah, go you, out and roam looking for the enemies and they're like no don't do that the yeah, after you, just, you plant a spike put. just stay put and guard I, it exactly it's, it's a waiting game at that point you're you are you're, or not even a waiting game you're trying to it's a defending um, you're, you're trying to purposely stretch out uh, the time, everything going on. That's why right. when you see people plant the spike, you'll see them throw out zone controlling abilities mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just to slow things down. You're not trying to kill. It, you're trying to slow the game down and wait as long as possible until the spike uh, spike until explodes. Until it
0: explodes. Because like at the end of the day, right. like it still does take it still takes time to defuse the spike. So
1: exactly. if you can even
0: get them to the last second, you know you can hold them down there. And even if you die, you know you still have a chance to win the round. Um, exactly so it is it is like you do have to think and it's going to be fun to see how, like once this thing finally comes out of beta and i think i mean it's not like it's been in beta a long time it's just been like less than a week but i think the the release right now is sometime in summer is what i, I saw like maybe like a, yeah it's, no hard, hard release right. date but somewhere in summer when i looked on their their website uh, and if you want to try to get into the closed beta right now you can just go on twitch and watch valorant streams uh make sure that those streams do have the drop enabled and they'll have it in their title like drops enabled um right. and this is this has actually been kind of like a, a small issue um they haven't had enough server space they i mean there's a lot of people playing but um, the drops are at random uh, some people are saying like yeah i watched for like 24 hours to 48 hours or forever and I, I finally got a drop or whatever it's just know it is random your name is put on a list and you are chosen at random so it you don't have to watch 24 hours straight
1: in right. fact, you just need watch... to watch two hours, I believe, is what it is. Yeah, and just um, go. And and the more you watch, there it does increase your chances, I believe, but with mm-hmm. decreasing um, effectiveness. Effectiveness, yeah. Um. Uh. So basically, minimum, just watch two hours with your Twitch uh, uh account attached to your Twitch account. Yep, yep. Um. And then hope for the best after that.
0: Pretty much. And uh, I think there's two ways that drops work. I've never actually done drops, or I mean, gotten drops. So I think like you have to either be there at the time. To receive a drop or they'll just email you email it to you one of the two yeah is they what
1: I, I uh you well you get any well i got a drop when uh legends of terror came out another Riot game go figure um and um which actually that technically released before valorant so i guess that's technically the full first uh None. uh non well that's still league of legends ip this is the first non league of legends ip game i guess mm, mm. Um, but anyways, uh, when I got that, I got that through the Twitch drops and, um, I, I did get an email notification, but it was through Twitch and I got everything through Twitch. Okay. Um, okay. I had to go on the website and, and click the thing or whatever,
0: get your notifications and then check all that. So yeah, yeah if you want to check it out, like definitely, I mean, half the world's probably checking and a half the world, but, uh, a lot of people are definitely watching Valent right now. And it's, it's the hot pick of the week. That's right. Hot pick of the week. <laughs> but uh so continuing the riot kind of flow here uh anthony i think you've also been playing a little bit of tft Uh team i always want to call it team fortress tactics goodness team gracious Team fight tactics team fight tactics yeah they had a, a new uh they should so make a, new a season fortress game though, like a tower defense game a, that'd a, be cool a tf like an, a tf tower defense yeah. oh my goodness too many TD, t's and f's here <laughs> there's, too <laughs> yeah. many, there's too many tfs here <laughs> but they just had like i guess like a new expansion come out or or yeah, season? so they they had
1: a new uh set is what they call it. Uh, okay, okay. TFT Galaxies where they they swap out all the characters with new ones for the most part, win, and, and new 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 classes and new abilities and stuff. And it's it's actually really cool. I, I like this a lot better than the previous one, which was mm-hmm. uh, elements or something like that. Okay, okay. Um and uh they they I I think I think Riot has learned a lot about balance and figuring out how to make more things viable. Because before, especially with the first set and a little bit with the second set, just it was always better to go a certain, uh, a certain uh, setup, setup, which is okay. weirdly awkward for a game that re- heavily relies on randomness and who you get, right? And I guess um, we
0: should premise this preface, preface. I can't say it. We, we should face. say that. <laughs> there we go. It's a game <laughs> where it's it's a match three, but just think of, uh, was it auto chess? Is that the? Auto chess, yeah. Auto chess, yeah. So you got to match three to make bigger, better versions of your current hero. Um, and then it's on like a chess grid board kind of thing. And you're attacking. Exactly. So it's they're, they're attacking. You're not really attacking. It's random rounds. It's, it's, random. it's,
1: auto, uh, battle. it's, auto, it's auto battle. That's actually the genre, right? Auto, auto battle. Um, and so uh, I think it's a lot more balanced and uh, the, the high cost units in this game are really cool. And they also add a, a few little fun things in the mix where you get, we go to like different like universes because it's all space themed oh, um, that have cool. different like uh, effects uh, going on like there's one that gives you um uh, a high costume at the very beginning of the game which is really cool hmm. um, or there's another one that um gives you more health and there's one that gives you the ability to basically gives you two free wild cards which that's, is really awesome
0: that's pretty cool I yeah. wow like um because I, I played the first set just like a couple of games, maybe 10 games right. or something or less on my very horrible MacBook Air. <laughs> uh but I had a lot of fun. I, I did like how like that random element of the the kind of auto chess like you don't know what you're getting uh on your first hand and it, you can re-roll and you can you know like there's certain ways you can try to try to uh I don't know get a better hero if you want to at a certain cost. Yeah. But it was really fun that even though I wasn't really attached to like any of the other riot stuff, like this felt fresh to me. Like fresh enough I could hop in and go in. And what you said now is that like everything is completely um all the characters are completely different. So I think like having that kind of tactic of where even if I didn't play the previous seasons or the the previous sets in this case, like I can still hop back in and then feel exactly. like I'm still learning while everyone else is learning. It's not right. like I'm at ground zero completely. And then it's not like everyone else is at ground zero, but, you know, it does feel fair, kind of. And that's what's kind of cool. And I want to kind of make folks me want to hop back into it, actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, another thing is they released the mobile app, too. So you can play on your phone now, which is
0: awesome. Oh, that's right. That's right. And it's cross play, too, I, I think, right? Like, yes, exactly. Mobile and it's and actually PC.
1: kind of annoying because it logs you out of League of Legends on their PC when you do that. <laughs> so what? so um, you
0: have to log in. So you, you need to log in each time you, you play on a different platform mobile or pc
1: i mean think? it will it will uh, i think it auto logs you in onto the phone but it will log you out of the pc when you do that mm, mm. Uh, because tft is still technically league of legends right, um, right as far as how they set it up so like you can't be logged in two places at once uh which is annoying because i can be like i can be on valorant and league at the same time or right. or a legends return league at the same time but i can't do tft and league which is really annoying when you're waiting for like clash which is their uh their tournament tournament structure They're mm-hmm. you know Uh, when you're like, you, there's a lot of waiting in Clash, So you maybe want to do a TFT game while you wait. Can't do that.
0: (laughs) Hmm. That would be kind of fun. Like I was thinking about doing like a kind of like a YouTube series on TFT, Mm -hmm. like just me and I guess like playing with you and like some other friends just because like, I literally am like, what's happening. What is going, I don't think I'll be able to do it as much as I did that first time playing on MacBook Air. I was just like, the world is so new. I'm like a newborn. Everything. it scares me. That'd be me. fun. It'd be cool to get like a bunch
1: of us. I don't know if it we can be. do like a full 10 stack, but. Uh, or oh, eight, cool. eight people or whatever. But uh, that'd dude. be really fun, yeah.
0: That would be awesome. That would be awesome. And speaking of another awesome game, before we close out the gaming segment here, uh, you've been playing Doom Eternal, or actually, you yes. finished Doom Eternal. I finished
1: uh, Doom Eternal. I'm actually in the middle of platinuming it right now. The heck? Yeah. I mean,
0: it's a good game to platinum. I, I gotta say, if I didn't have to do the multiplayer stuff in the previous Doom, like 2016. So- i would apply exactly yeah
1: so the the reason why i didn't plan them to 2016 was because first of all you need to do snap map stuff which i didn't want to mess with at all yeah, um, yeah. and yeah and there are multiplayer stuff which seems and this one has multiplayer stuff too but it's a lot simpler mm. um I mm. actually just finished the 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 hardest one which was kill a demon with every uh uh doom slayer weapon um which doesn't sound that hard uh, and it, it the problem is like some of the weapons are just not very good. Like the regular shotgun is just not very good on, in online mode. Um, oh, man. so you have to like purposely get a demon really low, then finish him off the weapon. And on top of that, you have to do do it with all eight slayer weapons. And the eighth one is the BFG, which Always you can sense. only get um past the third round of the game. Um and uh, you have so to you kill have to an kinda... enemy with it. What? Um yeah, so you have to kill him with it. Oh, you can just BFG, like. Yeah. Nah. But and the, the trick is that you, the BFG doesn't deal damage to player demons unless it hits them directly.
0: Right, right. It's it, it it usually just like even in like in the game like it will basically make everything glory glory killable. Or no, kill no, no. in the game it kills right? everything. It kills everything. It kills everything. Okay, okay. It kills
1: almost, I mean, almost everything. It doesn't. I mean, kill, I would like, miss some shots with the BFG the sometimes.
0: So, <laughs> oh, there wall. there have been times <laughs> where I actually shoot into instead. a wall. Yeah,
1: or or when you occasionally actually hit an enemy with it. When you don't want to do that, (laughs) because hitting an enemy immediately disperses it, right? Yeah. But you want to travel through the room usually. You're like, no, keep Uh, going. I've I've done that many. Hit that (laughs) big thing. (laughs) Hit the
0: big thing, not the small one. Not the small thing. Um, Exactly. Yeah. What's your your, what's your take on Doom 2016? uh, Not 2016, but uh, Doom uh, Eternal. Like, how how did you enjoy it? Um, What mode did you play it on? And um, I don't know, just anything you want to say about it.
1: Yeah. So I played it on uh, Ultra Violence, which is one below Nightmare. It's basically the hard mode. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it was it was really awesome. Um I have some issues with the design ch- changes they made between this and Doom 2016. Um some were for the better, some were just too much. Uh okay. for instance, um, I feel like uh specifically talking about gameplay or mm-hmm. or the mechanics in the game, is they went a little overboard with the upgrades and how they work and what things can upgrade what and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. if, I mean, it's been a while since I played 2016, but I remember 2016 basically had basically, like, two resources or so for upgrading um, your weapons and and suit and stuff. Yeah, I think um, you just actually, you just
0: upgraded the suit, you upgraded your guns, and the guns had, like, two little, you know, two abilities yeah. each that you could upgrade. They, they, they
1: had two mods, and then you could, uh, if you could do uh, certain tasks to... Uh, complete the mod basically yeah which was, uh, was kind of fun bonus for it i kind of like those so i like that and it was simple for it in fact now that i think about it i believe there was only actually one um resource you could spend for on the on the mods i believe is what it was i don't right. think, I think the suit I, actually spent the resource or either that or it was the same resource i can't remember
0: there there's one um, that it did share the same resource but i i can't remember what it was
1: yeah or maybe it wasn't uh, i don't know it was i mean it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like a creator like kind of suit or do something or other right right um, but anyways, the point is that uh, Doom Eternal has, um, uh, what is it? It has um, the, the weapon token, the weapon um, resource. I forgot what it is at the top of my head. Uh, it has the suit uh, resource. It has Sentinel batteries. It has mastery tokens. And I'm sure it has something else I can't think of off the top of my head. I mean, it also has XP for, um, for the multiplayer stuff or the, the skins and all that sort of thing. So oh. it, it adds all these different resources, each handling a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I just wish they didn't do that, <laughs> um, like either either keep one resource that can be used everywhere, or and uh, or you know, not have all not those have resources as many. I mean, like because <laughs> exactly. I think like
0: when I've looked at some of the streams of Doom Eternal, it's like everything has gotten. I, I wouldn't even say it's gotten bigger, but it's definitely they've expanded well, a lot of. It's the, gotten more. More. That, that's the issue. It's I had. more. It, was, it got
1: more. They yeah. went the eternal uh,
0: route of more, like. And, and I mean, yeah. like, I I will say though, it does look fun to play, and I'm I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Oh, it,
1: it is fun to play. Um, they go a little overboard with teaching you how you're supposed to play, because I'm sure you've heard these complaints about like, uh, resource management, and all that stuff, early in the game. Okay. And, and it does get fixed as more as you play the game, but they make the early game incredibly unfun because of how often, um, uh, because you're you're trying to switch from this 2016 mode <laughs> to this Doom Eternal mode. Um, and it, it's a very rough transition, uh, 2016, um, you know, you had all the ammo you needed. You never really needed to use the chainsaw. And on top of that, the resource on how it was handled was different.
0: Right, uh, right. You
1: basically had to pick up gas to, to, to use the chainsaw at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we in, um, Doom eternal, uh, the chainsaw is a core part of the gameplay loop. Okay. Um, where, uh, uh, first of all, it auto regenerates uh, a single use, uh, 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 every once in a while. Okay. Um, and on top of that, um, uh, you are getting lower ammo counts, um, and certain weapons work better against certain enemies. Because the um, chainsaw, so
0: it refills all of your ammo, if it I remember right. It refills all your ammo, exactly. Yeah. Which right. like it, um, it was my last resort, kind of. Yeah, oh, I, man. I I'm, about, I'm about to die. Like, like I need in to use because I mean it was almost like an auto kill too. Like if I remember, like it, yes. whatever you chainsawed, it died. And so it's like okay, I need, I need stuff. I'm about yeah. to die. Chainsaw.
1: Uh, depending on how much ammo you had, and this this, this mechanic's still the same. Uh, depending on how much uh ammo you had for your chainsaw, you could kill certain certain types of enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um uh, and it's still like that. It's just harder to kill the, the bigger enemies now. Okay. Um because you only you only regenerate one of three pips or one of three um uh, yeah, ammo of the... slots. Right. right. Uh, and so you have to pick up gas for the other two to get the big guys. Um oh, but you're not really supposed to be using on the big guys. You're supposed to the way the way the new game is supposed to work is you're supposed to um uh, constantly moving that's the same uh you know shooting the enemies with uh with a weapon that works good against that enemy okay Um, and then when you're low on resources um you know chainsaw a a fodder demon as they call them
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: for for the resource or for life or or armor that's another big change is um you get a flamethrower which uh uh when shooting an enemy that's been on fire will give you more armor Mm. um okay which the original game didn't really have. Uh, I
0: mean, at there all. wasn't a really flame.
1: There, there was a flame <laughs> They they had, a um, they throw, had one like... uh, suit upgrade that if I think it was if you're at full health. No, there was something that gave you armor when you met certain conditions. Okay. Uh, okay. In the original game, yeah, but that was that was a light game thing, and it was only in certain conditions. I think it was either when you're at full health, you get armor when you glory kill or something like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm.
0: But overall, um, it seems like it seems like you're in like you enjoyed the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Part, the game right? was
1: incredibly fun. Um, I wish they kept the entire thing in first person like they did uh, twenty sixteen. What the heck? But oh, um, wait, is that a spoiler? Uh, what? No, it's not a spoiler. They, in fact, they start you off in third person. Oh, okay. 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 Um, no, 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 no not, right, not, know, that. gameplay. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. I don't oh, okay, mean okay. gameplay. <laughs> game <laughs> I it's <was> like <laughs> no. it's like you go I'm to like, about third for... person shooter land. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? What? Not, not that much of a departure. No. I meant for like all the story beats and stuff. They, they actually take you out of the suit and I'm. I, I don't mind the story of of eternal. Um, it gets a little stupid at points, but I mean, I was and, to and this is coming out. from someone who really enjoyed twenty um, sixteen story.
0: Twenty sixteen was was pretty much like yo, um, rampant a- the AI, right? It's like you think it's the doctor, and then it's the AI, and you're like, what? Well,
1: and it, I, I it's think, actually right? a lot more complicated than that. But I, loosely, yes, it's um, you know, you you're, you're You were basically in a tomb in hell and. Uh, Dr. Hayden and Olivia, whatever her name was, um, recover you and you wake up and um, hell is taking over because they open a portal to hell to get you. more or less. Right, right. Um, kind of their own fault. And well, it wasn't to get you, it was to extract hell energy. Um, and you're like, what the hell are you guys doing? I'm going to kill you it, and we kill everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's basically, be- the, 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 there's the loose part of the story, but there's also a lot of lore. Like if you remember in 2016, you uh, when you're in hell, Mm-hmm. Uh, you get all these like uh, you, can, you get these lore stone things that where demon uh, will, will right, yeah. tell you that this, this epic you know story basically how you got I kind of got entombed.
0: I got I gotta be honest. I, I I tuned some of those out. I don't know. You, you should <laughs> actually listen to them. They're really cool. And, Is there um, a way to go back and listen to them though?
1: Like just oh uh, uh, yeah you if you if you the collect game. them. Remember? Uh, if you collect them, you can just go to the menu and they're all in the menu. Okay. Okay, um, okay. I think you can listen to in the menu. I can't remember. Uh, but they're actually really cool, and they're fun to listen to, and they, it's cool to speculate about like what happened um, that got you into the entombed in the first place. Um, and then tw- uh, Doom Eternal uh, continues from the, uh, a little bit after 2016 and takes place on Earth. Um, okay. But they also, uh, for better or for worse, in some cases better, in some cases worse, they take um, basically that demon lore mm-hmm. and because uh, all the demon lore is from the demons' angle. Um, but then they basically show tell you that lore from a different perspective, and it gives you this weird, this this interesting, like you learn some new things. Uh, it gives you this different like understanding of like who you are and what things happen. In some cases, they go a little overboard in explaining Doom Guy. <laughs> like uh, and in other cases it's actually like, oh shit, that's what they meant.
0: Um the Doom Slayer is is a, a wonderful thing. I, I should say that we are, uh, this podcast is being recorded on Easter day. So happy Easter, everyone. This is when the Doomslayer went down. Happy <laughs> Easter. Yeah. <laughs> the- when the Doomslayer
1: was <laughs> resurrected from his.
0: <laughs> oh man. Like we, we had, we had some good, we had some good time, uh, some good fun with that on the last podcast, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, we're going gonna to close this part of the podcast out and we're going to come <laughs> back and we're going to talk about some dual sense uh, and, and my uh, unforgiving, Oh, please, everyone, forgive me for my horrible thing about GDC. Uh, Anthony will straighten me out a little bit. And then uh, some anime, because we got Animu. Animu moo moo. Okay, anyways, we're going to be back after the break. (laughs) And welcome back, everyone. Hope that you had a great little break. If you're coming back from some coffee, or if you took a break at i don't know you watch some tv or something and you're coming back welcome back we're here it was a good break it was a good break i i personally (laughs) did some laundry oh wow it's the 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 magic of editing i did laundry in between this but no we're gonna me and anthony we're gonna talk about this dual sense controller because uh earlier this last week after the podcast i think it was even like a day after we recorded me and alex yeah it was 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 right after yeah
1: right after like like, right it was right before you released it
0: yeah and we're like oh snap what is this on the internet? Sony has <laughs> unveiled the new PlayStation 5 controller called the DualSense because it's amazing design-wise and everything. I, I mean, okay, so let's break it down what this this new controller does first. Uh, based off the looks and then we'll go aesthetically and then we'll go into like what it actually does. So first okay. of all, what did you think of the look of the controller? The design?
1: Um... Like so, I'm gonna start with the colors. I think the colors are kind, are really nice. Uh um, oh, the white I and black kind of the white and black, mm-hmm. um, and the the little blue glow they have, which uh, it won't always be blue because that's like someone the sensor, someone pointed but. out.
0: It's like, is this just um crap? I, I forgot the uh, the heavy uh, the uh, Quantic Dream game that it really does remind you of aesthetically. Ah, crap.
1: Oh, uh, I have it right over here. Uh, Become human.
0: Yeah, become human, Detroit. There we go.
1: <laughs> it, it it does it have does a very It actually. Ster- yeah.
0: has a very sterile feeling to it, but it does look like well, it, the, all it was meant all for the, you're that, right. For all that the thing. androids
1: were in that that white and blue um, outfit, right? White, blue, yeah, and then some black on yeah. it. But
0: yeah, um, so
1: like we- I lo- I I like the colors. The only thing is I w- I I agree with a lot of people. I'm sure you've read this on the internet, but I agree with a lot of them that I wish the buttons were colored. Um, I I don't know why they aren't.
0: You know, I actually like the buttons. So I have two things that I I, want to say about the buttons. Number one, I actually like that they're clear. If you remember the original PSP, they are those like clear buttons. The only thing I am wondering, and especially with that D-pad, when I look at it, I'm wondering if it's similar to the PSP D-pad, if if the buttons are going to be clicky or not. Because looking at this controller, the buttons do not look clicky. Not that PlayStation Uh, buttons are clicky, but like the PSP button, like the D-pad is very mushy.
1: I honestly, it just looks like a like a regular PlayStation D pad, so I assume it's going to be more the same as. Like, I I got a feeling this is going to feel a lot like a DualShock uh, three, just with maybe a little more feeling on the edges, right?
0: Okay, Uh, I I, kind of want, like, I want them to raise the D pad a little bit more, just you know, in case you're playing fighting games or I don't know, like, I I like the D pad to be a little bit more firm.
1: That's actually interesting because. one thing that they got rid of with this one is they got rid of the flat faces for mm. the uh for the buttons. Uh the D-pad right, right. and the and the face buttons cuz it be like if I mean I have a DualShock 3 right in front of me. Um mm-hmm. basically since the original uh PlayStation controller, uh they've had they've flattened the the face um where the buttons uh start like a little circular disc almost. Uh right, and this right. it's it they didn't do that. They it's it's smooth throughout. Um and I wonder if that's going to give um the buttons a little more Uh, depth to them Uh, instead of like having this raised flat surface.
0: Yeah, I mean like I I don't know exactly what it is, but like it just looks like fuller, you know, like it's more rounded along the sides I think is a way of putting it. Yeah, Um, and I
1: I wish we had some weights, maybe like a DualShock 3 to compare it to uh, like mm. next because it's hard to tell if it actually is bigger. Because uh, one of the things people are saying is it looks like, like an Xbox controller, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely and has so the like feel of it. Yeah, and I, though honestly, personally, uh, again, I wish we had more pictures, uh, more angles, because from what I can tell, it's really just the front face that looks very like much like an Xbox One controller specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the other, like the, the side angle that they have looks still a lot like a like DualShock. Like a DualShock
0: 4. It, it exactly, really does. Yeah. Like the, the, the side angle, like a three-fourth, three quarters of view or whatever. It, it definitely yeah. looks, it looks like normal. I mean, it still does look a little puffy, but that could be white too, you know, like white does make things a little bigger, but aesthetically I, I think the internet has reacted pretty, you know, not aesthetically, <laughs> But yeah, the internet has had a really positive reaction to the look of the controller with so many different mock-ups. I mean, we posted this on Twitter, but I mean, there's so many different color screens that they can do now, and yeah. I don't know if they're going to or allow people to customize. I mean, people would well, do that, it anyways. That's interesting
1: because uh, one of my friends said that this controller looks like it's going to be really good for skins, controller skins.
0: It, really, I mean, like I, I love like one of it's just like, hey, do you want a, a Switch skin? And like they put like the Switch colors over it, and like it looks, mm-hmm. and it looks natural too. It doesn't look forced or or anything and it's like oh you got like your little switch right. skin and and then like if you want to do like a spider-man design like the way that you can actually do stuff on the touchpad now because it is part of that non-dark colored surface like i don't know it, there's mm-hmm. so many different ways to customize it now
1: yeah so that's actually kind of exciting i never actually i never used the controller skin maybe i maybe for this one
0: like finally break down and be like okay i'm going to replace this part of the control i mean like i would i would honestly um i think the all black is gonna look good, all white. Just oh yeah, any all of those black colors
1: is, might what I get. <laughs>
0: it's like yeah, I got to get that 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 number one, all black or all white. Uh, hold down the base level, uh, but on the inside of this controller, um, what exactly is going on?
1: <laughs> okay, well there's there's a lot going on compared to usual controller. Uh, the biggest new feature is the um, I forgot what they called them, but it's basically the resistance um, triggers. Uh, okay. Where uh when you uh the idea is that the the triggers will actually um add resistance to you pressing them. Mm-hmm. Uh so that when um you know when maybe like firing a gun in the game or or lifting something heavy, um those triggers uh will add resistance so they're harder to press. And so you actually um and, and developers can change the um how much uh this is applied so that in different situations it could do it could feel different. Your your the game will actually feel different. Based on uh, what you are doing, which is a really cool new feature that I'm hoping uh, people make a good lot of use
0: of. Take advantage. Of. So here's the one thing I have a question about that because I was trying to explain this, how kind of cool this was to my friend, and they just like were like, "Oh wait, isn't that the same as what we've had before? Like pressure resistant stuff? Like isn't this the same?" I'm like, "No, no. Like it's actually pushing back against you." Yeah. But then like it got me thinking, like how much can that actually happen you know like there's going to be a small motor or something oh, I assume, that's, that, that's the question this. right it's so um, is it just me just or the difference between me just like can i like is it going to really make a difference
1: I, after a i'm while? not sure i, I haven't yeah ma- i haven't actually physically uh tried it myself i'm assuming what's going to be is like a uh, low mode is going to be like your current um ps3 controller like with mm-hmm. it off and then with it on you're just going to I doubt it's gonna to be to the point where you're gonna have trouble pressing the button, right that, that's what uh, we want it's, it's probably
0: yeah. <laughs> that's that's, like it, the, it's, that's what we actually want kind of <laughs>
1: that'd be great, but we would run out those motors in like the first day of using them people breaking
0: buttons and and it's like yeah. oh, the battery dies like in in, in 30 minutes yeah. or something.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's really gonna be it's just gonna feel different it's it's mm. not it's not actually necessarily gonna be hard. it's just gonna you're gonna notice the difference is the is the point right it's it's not going right. to be easy it's going to be like oh this this is a little harder than i was expecting mm-hmm, uh cuz mm-hmm. you don't you don't actually need to make it hard compared to normal right you just right. need to make it different you just uh, need to make so it like, different exactly so like if your normal game is just you know uh i don't know um punching with L, with our l2 uh or r2 um is without any resistance and then um like like the example they use is drawing a bowstring and they add just a little bit of resistance to that not a lot that that will probably be enough of a difference that one, you notice it, which is important to the feature, right? right. Um And two, uh, the fact that you notice it makes it, fe- uh, you recognize that resistance with that action.
0: Um, I think, and, and I think what it is, is like when you bring up the example of drawing a bowstring back, before that would happen, like you would feel the rumble, the vibration in the controller, whereas now right. you're feeling it on the trigger, which is... You know, it's not your entire hand or palm holding this. So it's, it's a little bit more, you know, you can definitely tell that you need to either, you know, when to let go or when to, you know, the, I don't know. You can, it's a little bit more immersive. And I think that's what they're going for. And of exactly. course, the touchpad is is there. Uh, I don't know how they're going to use it this time or if developers uh, will. I mean, nothing.
1: About as much as last time, I assume. <laughs> it, it,
0: it's just a big button. So it's just a big <laughs> button. Which, button. I mean,
1: it, was, it was good for that. And um, drop
0: a map or something like that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I I didn't mind it. the The touch features themselves, uh, actually, uh, talking about um Detroit. Detroit made good use of the touchpad. I I would have to say, um, okay, because it would use it as basically like as a you know, we're talking about real uh feeling, you know, with the with the triggers feeling the difference like between no resistance and a little resistance, right? Right. Um, right. In Detroit, it used the 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 touchpad to like actually be like swiping in the game, like if you had like a digital um magazine you would swipe the patches to change page hmm. on the magazine okay. um, so like honestly this is basically where sony's going with the ps5 in general is less you know about graphics and more about feeling the game through other uh uh ne- senses
0: senses which uh, i think that's a good way of uh i think that's a it's a pretty good uh yeah and you could, oh, and this yeah.
1: controller is obviously trying to make the best you know use of touch right Right. Uh, through, and, through various means.
0: And so like you just brought up and we'll get into the GDC thing a little bit later or at least just clarifying it. I don't think we have to go into it. But you said like mm-hmm. it's it maybe less about graphics and more about sense or more about immersion, which even with the controller, okay, we have the, the kind of haptics, the kind of feedback that we were talking about. Uh, and they also have the the share button, which is now the create button. They're going right. to uh, reveal more d- details about that later. Uh, but there's a, a built-in internal mic now, so you don't yeah. have to hook up any External mic, if you don't want to, and of course, you still have the speaker, so there's still more. Um, I guess there's easier ways to kind of draw you in if there's like a conversation that's happening right now. They know that everyone has a microphone on their controller, and if like the game is voice activated for some random reason, um, hey, you can now speak.
1: Which I mean, Nintendo's or uh has done pretty fun little little mini features with that in the past with uh mm-hmm. with the DS, right. Right, uh, right. Uh, so I, I really am excited to see what Sony might try with their their little microphone. Um, and so, even just for online games, it's nice that everybody automatically has a mic. That's right. Really has cool. a mic. Yeah, yeah. And, now, uh, hopefully, think... the quality is better than the the head the little headphones <laughs> jack was for the PS4, uh, uh, little... which the headphone jack is here the the mono headphone jack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's here again. I don't know if it's still mono or not. It probably is, but hopefully, it's at least half decent quality.
0: Hopefully so. I mean, other than that, though, the, it looks it looks good. We'll have to see what happens uh, in the future. I know I know people are still waiting for um, the console itself to be revealed. And in speaking to that, we were talking a little bit about my uh, misunderstanding of the GDC talk that happened. And like I, I said on the podcast, I went back and listened because my YouTube for some reason cut out the first twenty seconds, and that <laughs> first twenty seconds is so important. <laughs> like, oh yeah. If you didn't understand it, then uh you were in the chat going with a bunch of z's but yeah like after that talk and i think this is a good example this is what i wanted them to lead with like this is the first information of ps5 right this is right. what people wanted they just wanted something like this it didn't even matter if it's just a controller my friend was like it's just a controller that sounds stupid but the internet's like oh my goodness this is so awesome this is what this is what they wanted well, instead we got this.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. talking about that, I feel like the, the controller is actually a very important reveal, much more than the, what the console itself actually looks like, um, because it, it actually affects how you interact with the game, um, mm. especially when it comes to the features attached to the controller. So, right. like as you said, this is a big reveal, and you're right, that probably should have been before the TED Talk uh ted not ted uh gdc no. talk <laughs> yeah yo, yo, it could have been a
0: ted talk This, this, yo, <laughs> yeah. mark cerny could like like lullaby me to sleep like his like, he kept talking i was so surprised that this man didn't take a water break <laughs> he, he, he uh, was like a, just going
1: he's pretty impressive when 480 uh, that, yeah <laughs> it was a very it was
0: a very soothing voice i was like oh, okay <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's what people walked away with they're like eh, he talked very well i i enjoyed the talk i didn't know what he was talking about but i thought it was a very soothing talk <laughs> some it of the comments was. i saw but uh, i don't know could you is there anything that you can like straighten out for some certain people um if they're concerned about like oh ps5 versus xbox or whatever teraflops or
1: uh, i don't know is there anything
0: you want to clarify just uh, like if you had the chance
1: so we, we can talk about the teraflops um i mean other people have gone to more detail than i'm going to hear about this but First of all, raw raw teraflop numbers don't matter that much, uh, especially when they're as close as they are on the Xbox and the PS5. I think mm-hmm. it's only like... Uh, it's like, like two different. Two mil- 10 versus two, yeah. 12. Wait, exactly. 12
0: versus 14.
1: I think it's 10 versus 12 um, off the okay. top of my head. Uh, I can't remember the exact numbers, but but it's very close, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so you're not going to see much difference there. And uh, even though both consoles are very similar hardware-wise, they're not exactly the same. Um, okay. And Sony and Microsoft have both taken different routes to um, to improve uh, various things, uh, features about them. And mm-hmm. this is also very important when comparing it to PC as well, uh, okay. is that people a lot of people don't seem to understand that the hardware uh, first uh, for these games is constant and does not change generally. Okay. Uh, unless we talk about PS Pro, but that's a whole different matter. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, and top of that, this hardware is made dedicated to making games, and there are decisions in putting it together that is for that. And so you're going to get a lot, lot, lot more out of your performance uh, out of your system than you will with a PC computer that's uh, you know way stronger. Okay. Uh, simply because you're 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 you know writing code specifically for it, which does matter a lot. You're okay. um you're using the entire system. You can't do that with a PC. Um and uh you just you know what you're working with. Uh okay. So so yeah, long story short as far as the graphics concern, they're they're effectively the same. Uh 2 2 million teraflops or whatever it is is not going to matter uh, okay. when it comes to graphics. But as we said, Sony is not necessarily caring about the graphics this time. They are caring about, you know, a bunch of ancillary things. And I think um, they're
0: they're they're coming off of their high. They're the the high horse. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so, you know, like they they they're not worried about anything that they I think they feel like they can take a, a little bit of a risk. Exactly.
1: Um and you know one of the big features this time is audio. Uh, mm-hmm. they are adding a bunch of uh, and Mark Sterny talked about uh, uh, all this stuff. Um, and the... they're adding Tempest
0: audio. I think is what it's called.
1: Uh, yeah, the, whatever the you know the fancy name for it is. I don't know. Um, immersion uh, through audio. Immersion. Uh, one thing is they're trying to they they've added a they have a whole bunch of new audio features to it that um uh allow better environmental audio. Uh, where you know you know the water dripping actually sounds like it's water dripping in this room um uh, in this house um into your you know 3d surround sound headphones or whatever Mm -hmm. um and so they've they've added a lot of features that really help uh with the immersion when it comes to audio on top of that uh mark certainly also talked about like the user um god what was it called uh like how every <laughs> the user basically, basically the, the idea is the fact that everybody hears sounds differently, um, and there are certain like ranges of sounds and and how and that people hear better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, how like you know, say someone who's musically inclined can hear all these little little you know intonations and tones and and little little differences between music and and just sound, right? Right. Whereas right. someone like me who you know. I, I was not the best band member in in high school, right? Or yeah, you a drummer.
0: You were drummer. Uh, you didn't have to listen much,
1: <laughs> and I was not a great one. Uh, so rhythm. I don't I don't necessarily hear all those um, issues. Okay. Okay. Uh, or not issues, but all those little little the tone differences. pitch changes. Exactly. Um, okay. And so uh, what they wanted what they want to be able to do is to create a profile per you, per person um, mm-hmm. in how they hear, and so they can what? better modify the audio per person.
0: Okay. See, when uh, you when you're explaining this to me, it sounds even cooler. So I'm like, oh, this is cool.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm obviously <laughs> skipping a lot of details, right? No, that's that's w- that's, w-
0: hey, that's what I wanted. I wanted, <laughs> I
1: wanted this. Well, yeah. I, I mean, got you. If, I got you. Don't if, worry about if it. If I was, uh, if you know, G still happened, and I was going to, I would have gone to that talk. Um, yeah. This isn't the I GDC
0: talk. This is the people yeah, talk. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <It's> the, uh, <laughs> so that that's actually really cool. I don't know how well it'll go, but it, mm-hmm. it's going to be really cool if they have like individual per person, you know, audio profiles right uh, that you know developers can you know tune to
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and the other the other major feature is the fast loading which was basically the first half of, of the, the, talk, yeah, the ssd tied um, into the gpu and i don't i really do not think people really understand how big of a deal this is um like uh i can't remember if it was mark Cernier or someone else that told me uh this example but imagine uh being able to like um look in one direction and seeing stuff and you know maybe doing something and having to load up say like a whole new town right behind you it'll mm-hmm. be loaded by the time you turn around.
0: I think that was Mark Cerny. I think that, that yeah. was so the, okay the that that wasn't that yeah. thing. So yeah, um yeah.
1: so like that, that, that's how amazing it is. The
0: part I was um, awake for.
1: You like uh imagine like loading screens for a game right now that take, you know, say a minute, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's going down to a couple of seconds.
0: Which which is pretty crazy. And I, I think what yeah. people are what wasn't conveyed was the fact uh it was the simple thing of people going like oh okay like microsoft has, is there, they're using the mbe um i think i said that right him yeah th- whatever you know super fast well, no, that's,
1: yeah they're, well yeah. they're using the ssds so so yeah. that, that's another problem that people didn't really understand from this talk is it's not just the fact that they're using ssds mbme ssds mm-hmm. um uh which are basically those ssds you you, you plug straight into the board which is yeah, cool they're they're super fast um, yeah they're super fast but that's not all it is um i can't i i mean i I know about Microsoft stuff too, but I can't remember exactly the details of theirs. Mm. Um, uh, but basically Sony's, um, is more than just a fast, uh, hard drive or right. sorry. Uh, uh, they also have hardware specifically for this as well. Um, and so they basically have taken a bunch of bottlenecks of, um, uh, current, um, uh, loading, l- 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 bottlenecks of b- b- current loading. And, um, moved and moved those, uh, those choke points into hardware. Okay. Um, cause it, w- what it so, kind of
0: seemed like is what, and I think the general thing that when you kind of put it all together is like Sony built this thing for gaming, of course, but they built everything in tune with each other, like all the parts inside of it are attuned to each other.
1: Exactly. And so what ends up happening is, I mean, developers will have to change how they load stuff. Um, and they'll they'll have to account for this new system. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and uh but if they do and they do it right, uh it allows effectively loading is almost a thing of the past. And you know how currently we have like cutscenes to hide look, hide loading or look, man, or just straight up loading screens. All we I want is for the for loading
0: screen on Soul Caliber to be gone. That's all I want. And, and, I don't want no freaky looking like when and, and, they're loading and then, in, they're like stuttering and stuff like <laughs> yeah. nah.
1: And if Namco, Namco Bandai knows what they're doing, uh, you can select your character and be in the fighting before you even know it. Uh,
0: that's the box quote, everybody. <laughs> <That's the laughs> box, box quote on PS Five. If Nam- Namco Bandai knows what they're doing, you'll be in the fight as soon as you choose your character. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um. So yeah, that that's cool, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to kind of like the what they deal with uh, PSVR. In terms of like that audio thing that you were talking about, like how much that can open, yeah. All this is like sounding like with VR because I'm wondering what they're going to do with the controller. I think I talked to Alex about this. Like, you know, will we still need these move controllers? Can we get? Can we be done with this? Um,
1: So that that's actually an interesting question because um, going back to the controller, uh, the light bar is effectively gone. Like, it's not fully gone, but it's basically just a. it's a there. highlight. Highlight. On the controller. However, the mm-hmm. light bar actually served a purpose on the PS4 for um the move. Uh, uh that's right. It that's was right. it was basically how it detected where your controller was when you moved it around. Uh mm-hmm. assuming you weren't using the the you know the move Yeah. The drumsticks.
0: You weren't using the chicken drumsticks of the move controller. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So so the question is, are they still sticking with the move for the for the PS5? Uh, and if so, will you just not use a regular controller for that? That's, um,
0: that's a good question. Like that—that's what I want to know. I think a lot of people are, are curious about the whole VR thing. But if yeah. you're—if you're right in what you were saying about how this console is going for sense and immersion, then that means that VR is still going to be a pillar for them. That I think they'll try oh, to definitely. push a little bit even harder. Um, then. It kind of just you know faded out, and I mean like VR in general has well, kind of faded a little bit, except for you know Half-Life Alex. We Life Alyx, haven't really got. Yeah. We haven't got much else.
1: I don't know. That. I, from my understand, like sales wise, the PSVR did actually did surprisingly well. Oh yeah, it did. Um, it did. And the games for it were pretty good, and Sony was all in on it. Um mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I don't have any proof, but I, I think they are very happy with it and would would want to pursue it more.
0: Yeah. And so, thinking of uh, or not thinking of speaking or. Things I want to pursue now are anime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, no, I have the worst transitions. Alex knows this. They're, they're, every once in a while, they'll work. Majority of the times, they won't. Uh, but the, yeah, the
1: never-ending pursuits.
0: The never-ending pursuit of a better, better transition
1: of a better of a better anime, <laughs> or,
0: or a better anime. Uh, I just finished yeah. up. Oh no, I'm still looking at Oshiga Budokan Shinu, which is just a uh, if my favorite idol girl goes to Budokan, I'll die. Uh-oh. Which it's been comedically good. I've been enjoying it. And uh, it's all based upon just like misconceptions uh, and miscommunication. Because like, it's a small underground idol group. And, you know, they have like their like 20, 30 fans, right? Um, And it's not really about them going, like trying to get better to go to Budokan or anything. It's just about this girl who's, um, who has graduated from high school or college and should be looking for a job but accidentally found this idol on doing you know a performance on the uh, in a park her in the group and she's like she's so beautiful i like her and the opposite thing is she becomes obsessed with her but the opposite is the idol girl what? is like <laughs> okay not obsessed, <laughs> wait, but she's, wait, what <laughs> she's obsessed with her well-being and <laughs> the thing is is like she becomes her only fan like the idol girl she's oh, okay. in the, the girl in the group she doesn't have any other fans but that girl and she's very glad to have her as a fan, but they can never communicate how they feel about each other. They can never be like, oh, thank you for being my fan. And she's just like, you're so awesome. I really like you. I don't know what else to do. This is five seconds. Bye. And then her the, the idol's like, I wanted to say something else to you, but I don't know because I'm too shy. And it's just that all the time. And so she'll be like, She'd be like, oh, I made her feel bad because she doesn't look like she enjoyed what I said. And then she's just like, but I did enjoy what you said. I wish you would say more. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just that, d- that dynamic. That's what I've been enjoying. And that's pretty much finished. Uh, that's from last season. Um, and I'm getting ready to start the new season. I don't know. What about you? What are you watching? What are you doing?
1: Uh, well, I just finished up a, like Isocana and Binland Saga from the previous season. Or was been might have been vi- two seasons ago. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: villain cycle was two seasons, two seasons. Yeah, I'm a, a, little three, a little slow on that two. one.
1: I need to. Um, I still need
0: to get on it. I, I actually was good. not that big of a fan. Well, uh, I, that was like the anime. I know, for, I know, and the, I, I, I hate the, the fact year, that I almost. that I don't
1: like it that much. I, I don't hate it. It was a fine show. I just I hate the main character. He's terrible. Um, he's just the. Nah, I, I don't want to the <laughs> talking to spoilers, but he's yeah, he yeah. just gets in this in this you know state, and he doesn't. Change much throughout him. Like, why is he the main character? Um, Izukin though was pretty awesome. Uh, that's the new um Yuasa show. Uh, um, right, which
0: was from which was from last season. Um, yeah, Izukin,
1: Izukin, So, yeah, my, my Japanese is not up to snuff. Um, it's all good. I was like, that's it. <laughs> Um And that was actually really fun. I really loved the little um uh drawing sequences they had where they're they're imagining um the the comic and they would like go into the world that they're imagining in and play around it was, it was really cool this um, was like a
0: really like a lot of people even in japan like it was on twitter for a while um people love the it's the opening easy breezy
1: easy breezy yes yeah people so are it's like, funny loving that song y- you told me about kelmeco who did easy breezy like yeah. a couple years ago at this point um and i was like and i watched a couple of songs like eh, eh not really my thing um and then I like hear "Easy Breezy," and I'm like, "Oh my god, who did this amazing song?" And <laughs> it's Calleco. I'm like, "Huh? They have changed a lot in these past two years. <laughs> they well,
0: so like, I, I don't even know how to say like Calleco or whatever, but they do. So they 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 do rap. So they do kind of yeah. like rap hip hop, but they also do this kind of like like the Easy Breezy kind of song. Um, and they do like an in between of that. So it's like they've changed their style a little bit, but they are still kind of like, what the heck? What are y'all?
1: Yeah. And, and, the, and the Easy Breezy still has a, some rap in it too.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just two two girls, but they they have a lot of fun. I saw them on like a variety show yeah. last night, um, and they were still they were actually talking about the um, about the music video and kind of like how they 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 produced it um, and how they, I guess they go about producing their, their own music videos because like I said they're not really that big. Like that was probably the yeah. biggest thing that they've done. Oh, they're they're probably going to, pull to up after this, I would assume. Um, so we'll see where that goes for them, but yeah, yeah, it was a huge huge success. The show.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, for this season. I'm going to watch Tower of God, but I have not started yet. I need to do that. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, like I the, think... the big one everybody's talking about right now. It seems. This is
0: yeah. It's it's one of the big ones that people are talking about. Like you said, and we we we, we were like, so wait, what is this again? Because we had to look about it, look up some stuff. I'm like, okay, so it's like it's a Korean uh, web comic, uh, you know, manhwa. And then um, I didn't really look at the story per se. We were looking at like the studio They're... who was doing it more. So yeah. Than I... <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, it's ironically. They... I know there's like a literal tower that they have to climb and you know be I guess you get something at the top I'm not sure. Um but I all I know is like half of my friends are talking about it and are really excited for it. Um and I think the the webcomic is like 100 chapters or something like that. It's uh, it's yeah, pretty long.
0: I'm I'm going to say so like just the summary off of uh the AntiChart.net. This is where I look at my stuff but it's like Tower of God centers around a boy called uh 25th Bam who has spent most of his life trapped beneath a vast and mysterious tower with only his close friend Rachel to keep him company. When Rachel enters the tower, Bam manages to open the door into it as well and faces challenges at each door of the, this tower as he tries to find his closest com- companion. So she's wandering in the tower. He's trying to find her. And I guess every door has a challenge similar to uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <The jump tower. laughs> it, or uh what was it, Soul Caliber four that had that tower
1: too? Oh that oh that tower. That tower is so hard. Jesus. Oh. I I can never I never finished it because uh there's a level there's one point where uh you cannot touch the enemy unless you guard break them. Uh and that you only get like down. a sl- small window to hit them. It's crazy. Oh, gosh.
0: Anyway, so yeah, I think yeah. we'll both we're both gonna watch that. The first episode at least is out. I think you yeah. were saying the first 6 episodes are out on like with yeah, Netflix. Yeah, the or the something? first
1: 6 episodes got a preview on uh, in Japan uh, okay. on one of the streaming services, yeah.
0: Okay. I missed it, uh, got it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, but besides that, uh, I've also started the the ultimate uh watch list meme anime. I figured this whole pandemic was the time to get to it and that is Legend of the Galactic Heroes.
0: The first uh, go around, not the uh yes, not the the, the original, versions. not the twenty
1: <laughs> you know, twenty tens one. Twenty um, tens, um, yeah. which it's
0: still going. Like honestly, like the latest it season, was, ooh, I the latest season has, was like what what was it like two seasons ago? They still had like another something like that, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I, I figured, you know, this is a show that everybody says is the best anime ever. Um and you know, I'm I'm all for some space opera, so I'm I've started it. Uh, but, uh I am
0: yeah, what episode out of how many episodes are you?
1: So I watched the first movie, which is I guess you could not really a prequel, but more of an introduction. Mm-hmm. Um and I am I just finished episode 15 right before we started this cast. Okay. Um and so I'm not very far in at all. It's it's very much a slow burn. But um I the episode I just watched is like been my favorite episode so far. Um it was like uh the like one of the the first like big bat like Truly, like meaningful battles in the in the movie in the show, excuse mm-hmm. me, because uh, like the previous episode, um, it, quick uh, Legend of the Heroes, basically a war between these two giant armies, and more specifically against these two uh, opposing um, uh, generals or admirals. More spe- uh, since we're in space, um, and so uh, the previous episode, um, uh, one of the one of the militaries uh, was sending an invading force, uh, but it was uh, going into a trap. And so mm-hmm. the trap was sprung at the very end of the episode. Um, and then now the episode I just watched uh, starts up and it starts off with um, from the new world. Uh, the, the orchestra um, music. Uh, okay. I can't say the, the news name, like D- D- the or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. actually one of my favorite um, orchestral pieces. Uh, and it starts off. It's like dun 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 oh, dun, dun dun, and um, you can you
0: can already see the fight in your head after yeah like, the, yeah, you and, know, and that so music, like you know, <laughs> and so
1: the 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 song is more about like adventure and mm. um, or, like it's to me is it's like about adventure and stuff, but being used in this context, it's like an excellent song for a gigantic epic battle that's about to happen that's that's happening, and, oh, and it uses the song uh at various pieces of it throughout the entire episode. The the part I just you know sung more or less Mm -hmm. um, was as uh, I think it's a little bit in like the first um, movement and a little bit in the fourth and Mm -hmm. primarily in the fourth Um, and it's just such an epic piece of music and it it just shows off this scale of what was going on because because these there's like this gigantic invading force and this this huge defending force that that laid a trap Um, and you know things are just you know going on uh and throughout the entire episode there's all these tactical movements that are happening uh and uh and for the first time in the series i actually understand what these tactical movements are doing and and um and you know the result of uh result of them like who wins and who loses and stuff like that and it's just a it's going to be like a huge major change in the battle of the show going forward and so the rest of the show was like this one episode i am i am all in and i'm excited
0: and right after this, the rest of the show turned out to be talking <laughs> until like 15, like 15 episodes later, there's like 15 episodes later, it's going to have a, a little bit of action and then 15 more episodes of, <laughs> of well,
1: talking. so it wasn't even about the action, right? Cause like, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a show I mean, like, from the, from like the seventies or whatever, right? I mean, it's I mean, it's like, not like you know, it's visually the, exciting, but I mean, it's about the, 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 you know, the, the movements and what the result of what's happening um, and just, just how they just, just an excellent job of presenting it. It's
0: like it's like um, all the younger people listening. You either sold it, you either sold them on this anime, or they're like, yeah. these old people, these old otakus,
1: <laughs> these old. I otakus. mean, these these old epics, you know, are remembered for a reason, uh, and I that think they true. provide a lot uh, for like. It, yes, it's very old, and especially this one, it's a space opera, right? Like, I'm I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to downplay the fact that there's a lot of talking and it's a lot of political maneuvering, um, but. Uh, a lot of these old epics have a lot to you know say. Uh, you know, if you want to watch all the shows, also, Ross, the original Macross is an absolutely awesome show. Has some issues, but um, in the end, it was really um, amazing. Watch uh, all you know, hundred ep- or so episodes of it. Hopefully, if we're lucky, Tower of God can ascend. Can
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Halfway, halfway to like the the points of uh, of these. Oh, better and shows. it's kind of
1: sad. We don't really see these epic shows anymore. Like sure shonen's go for hundreds of episodes, but I mean,
0: outside of shonen, yeah, you're not going to see a lot of long. And I mean, you don't even see a lot of original anime mm-hmm. as much anymore. That's and so like whenever there's an original anime, I try to support it. If I know and I, you know, and I like it, I'm like, "You know what? I'm going to Yeah. I want to watch it." Like the one about the the soft tennis, that was really well done in terms of the a lot of the stuff there. It wasn't executed as well as it should have been in some areas, especially like Ah, oh, but but it nailed the feeling of 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 junior high school and and this this sport that they have here. But um, yeah, original anime. I wish there was more of it. And I, I will say though that movies overall have been getting better each year. I don't oh, know what it better. is, but like movies have been like spot on. Like they've all been
1: spot on. And this year and we it's... get the,
0: the the greatest of all time potentially. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Evangelion freaking three is coming uh,
1: considering how the fourth, you know people have been like the final. last couple it's the fourth one yeah i was considering the how the last ones ever received i'm not sure oh don't watched, worry uh, it's just been I forever the so. two, and they're you know fine but I, I i mean yeah it's
0: i i don't think anyone's holding too much yeah. stock and it. it's more the fact that it's coming out is the more the amazing thing than it's actually
1: yeah. and as someone in the u.s it's it's awesome to be able to actually watch these movies like i mm. remember a time where like i had to wait sometimes years to see movies and now now it's you know months in some cases which is which is Uh, it's really nice that it's you know it's it and it's singing in theaters on top of that which is you're singing blows blows my you know younger mind
0: (laughs) not not bootlegging them and then watching them on a a giant projector and a comic book not that we ever did that (laughs) nope never (laughs) i don't actually i don't think we did i don't uh, maybe that is how we saw death note at anime club though it we is, saw Death Note. That's how
1: we saw Death Note. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and anyway, we knew that no, this show is not for us. Because we we finished reading the manga and we're like, all yeah, right, what's we really how do you turn that. this anime? And lo, lo and behold, like people really did love that anime. I mean.
1: Yeah. And you know what? They did an excellent job with the potato chip scene. What can I say? Good.
0: <laughs> and we hope you're eating some good potato chips this season. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm out. All I got is the only <laughs> anime I uh I am watching, I think I'm gonna start up the Digimon. Um, oh yeah, I need to I need to watch that too. Reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it. Are,
1: are you excited for that? Are you Are you looking forward to no, it?
0: I mean, I just want to see what's kind of different or see what's happening because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's unclear. It's not a remake and it's not a re- it's not a reboot. It's a little bit of both, and it's set in 2020. Right. I don't know if 2020 is the only <laughs> thing that makes it different or not. I I really don't because it looks like it starts the same way. Um, mm-hmm. Kakushigoto, which seems like it could be kind of interesting from a comedy standpoint. Uh, Yesterday yo utatte which I don't actually know if I really want to watch but I might I might just give it a shot um and listeners looks listeners look like Evan get not Evan Galy but a, a 7 and like Beck or something but I don't Really
1: know. wait wait what is this one yeah, Listeners go
0: look, up, go look up Listeners man it looks like just look at the trailer and you're going to go what the fuck is this a Rekha 7 mixed with some musical anime like
1: <laughs> Yeah it wow, this um, does, wow that does look like Reco 7 yeah, is it the same yeah, designer it, I
0: have no clue. I was gonna to try to look into it more, but I was like, you know what, let's let me try it. Um yeah, I kind of okay, like music the art and stuff the art, art style
1: alone makes me want to try it.
0: I mean the it starts out I've... with like a seventh swell, essentially. I was like, what's, <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> um but that's I think that's all I'm kinda of looking forward to this season. Um there are some bigger anime, of course. Uh, me and Alex will be watching that sort out of online and of course Ghost in the Shell Oof. is back, which we can oh, yeah. uh, debate. We'll, uh... Really you know scared. what? It, it,
1: it is it is the original director uh, and writer too, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, content-wise, will probably be great. I just I just wish t- TV, you know, CG anime has a bunch of issues. Um, like, full CG, mind you. I don't mind using CG. In fact, the original, uh, S- not the original, but um, SAC made heavy use of CG within it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, it's more of an art form to implement it than just simply saying we're going CG because we're cheap. Um, right, right. So like I I have an issue with that, but hopefully, and the, you know what, and it's sad because like the character designs are actually really good. I like Major's new new outfit and everything, her new look. Uh, it's much better than Arise. Her Arise look was very, right. Yeah, uh, she was
0: just on the street, man. She was just like, she was, she <laughs> must well have been like the girl you found like on the street, like, hey, what's up? Uh, you want to go hang out tomorrow? Like, oh yeah, sure. Let's let's go. It's like my friend Motoko. Yeah. <laughs> my cool stylish friend Motoko. That's what she was in Arise. <laughs>
1: but um <laughs> but like the new ones designs are good and has and it has the original english casts rather than mm-hmm. how um arise um replaced a lot of them which i wasn't very happy with um so i'm really excited for that as well uh and so you know hopefully, hopefully it'll be good you know maybe i just won't care about how crappy it yeah, you looks you got look, yeah, look past it, it. Yeah. yeah you know and you i'm willing to it. that if i can look past this new cra- stupid crappy cg all of you can look past all these old 70s shows, you know, that's the, (laughs) that's
0: the deal. That's the bargain. Everyone (laughs) next time we have Anthony on the podcast, it has to be a straight up, like, so what do you think of Ghost in the show? And if it's good, then, then you have to hold up that into the deal of watching some old space opera.
1: There we go.
0: <laughs> what even say, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, this has been a good episode. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a, it a pleasure blast. having you as well. And and as always, everyone, you can check out the Unknown Games Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore Cast as well as YouTube. You can look us up at just Unknown Games Podcast. And yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, we hope that you're all having a safe and uh, as fun of a time as you can on the inside in the quarantine state of
1: quarantine and well thankfully yeah. video games and anime are great for that so exactly
0: it's a perfect perfect not perfect time but it's a good time to <laughs> catch up on things uh some, some some media if you need to uh once again uh thanks anthony for being on the show and remember you set the tone go play some games watch some anime have some fun as much as you can and we'll catch you next time on the unknown games podcast have a great week everybody